0: Hi everyone, you're listening to The Shed. This is Audrey. And this is Jason. Our most recent shed was held at Shangri-La Studios in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. The theme that night was cycles. This next story was told by John Doyle. And trust us, the theme music will make sense in just a bit. Um, My dad had long hair. He was a, like, hippie archetype. When he was in high school, he had a club called the Botanical Society, which they, they threw concerts to raise money for planting gardens and things, and they made posters by hand that were very psychedelic looking, like mushrooms and stuff. And they would have rock and roll music because rock and roll music was a very important thing for a large part of the 20th century, and potentially still is, Um, but it, it wasn't really a huge influence for me. But his dad was not down with rock and roll, because rock and roll, you know, was kind of coming up for my father's generation. My father was the youngest of three. So his long hair and his psychedelic mushrooms and these concerts, they were not accepted by Grandpa Jim. And my dad was like the young outcast of the family. So, when I was growing up in California, there was something going on in music, and it was gangster rap. (laughs) And, you know, hip-hop now is like hovering around half a century years old, so it's no longer this new phenomenon. And, And in the 90s, it was still pretty new, but around that time, a lot of hip hop music was influenced by gang life and especially in California and even with mainstream artists like Snoop Dogg and Dre and Warren G and um, even like the bra tat 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 like even these <laughs> popular artists were influenced by gang life and from a young age I wanted to be exposed to this type of music it just appealed to me, it was interesting to me. And there were these stations, like 107 Wild 107.7, and when we were in the car, I would try and turn that on, and my dad would, like, I remember one time we were at a gas station, and he I, it was just, like, fury. He, he, like, punched the radio, and he was like, do you know what a pimp does? <laughs> and I was like... And he told me... <laughs> and I, was, I couldn't deny that it was wrong and that it was bad. And he was like, you want to listen to Snoop Dogg? Well, Snoop Dogg is a murderer. And because that was happening at the time, and, that, and our generation was like kind of the generation that would be to our parents like, nuh-uh, murder was the case that they gave him. <laughs> because in my dad's generation, you didn't go to Grandpa Jim and be like, "Nah, uh but our generation, we were like, nah, ah, because I, you know, I didn't have that music yet in my music collection. But I, Snoop Dogg had these videos on MTV, and like that was a huge thing happening because it was so. Raw. I mean it was in this house in California and it didn't look very you know, it wasn't like this mansion with a pool. I mean it was like this really raw situation and that was just a very real thing going on in music. But you know, like to back my dad up with his pimp thing, I just wanted to like quote something that was going on in in music at the time. I just wanted to like Okay. For the niggers who be holding his dick, talking some shit, he better lay low. For the bitch who said I sh- shot some shit up out of my dick, now she's sick, she better lay low. For the niggers who be claiming my hood, really aping my game, you better lay low. I hope you don't think I'm just talking and won't do a thing. I really hope so. If I had a seven and nine-year-old boy, because <laughs> my younger brother was two years younger, precious little things, and here I am at 9 not nah-uh, 107.7, wild, 90, 94.9, trying to like put on my Snoop Dogg roof. And, and I said, you know, I don't listen to music for the lyrics. That's what I said. I listened for the groove, that funk. What was Snoop Dogg doing in that house? Snoop Dogg, what was Snoop Dogg? He was pouring a 40 on a woman's head, which is, (laughs) I mean, come on. Like, that's really messed up, right? But it goes both ways. On my Swedish side of the family, Farfar lived into his 90s, and he would bust out his accordion until his last days, and all the... Boys of my generation, we thought it was endlessly cool. He was like a pimp with his Concord of sound, like, you know, with his accordion. I go to my, stay with my dad. I get in bed before my dad and Tina, like, we smoke our joint, like, I'm going to bed. I hear my dad on the bongos, blah, 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 blah. I'm in bed, like, I cannot get some sleep in here. I got the bongos going on in the other room. I went up to my dad's cabin there's like an archipelago of bongos all around me. And I just think it's like dork central, like there's nothing cool about these bongos. And, and then I'm, like, I'm, I'm all alone in the cabin and I put on this outcast song. And I start like tapping on like the bongo with the song. And that's when I realized to my children, my dad's bongos are gonna be like Far Far's accordion. And my, you know, the same way that my dad's rock and roll was like my hip hop. And I'm a little nervous to know what my kids are gonna listen to, <laughs> you know, because they're gonna be precious. And I'm just curious. That's, you know, one of the reasons I wanna have kids. It's like, when I was growing up, I felt like parents, they don't, it's not that they don't see life through our eyes, they forget to see life through the eyes of themselves at our age. That's how it felt. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna have a journal to myself when I'm a dad, you know, which is like, (laughs) never happened. (laughs) Never happened. But you know, it's, it's just like a generational thing. And meanwhile, my mom, like, I remember when we got a CD player. Oh Lord have mercy. My mom was like, she got this CD because cause I think my parents had similar music interesting music, and it was very rock and roll, but my mom wanted to express herself. And she got this thing called Sheila Chandra. Has anyone in this room ever heard of Sheila Chandra? Okay. She's, a, she's from England. I will present you. She's from England. She's a woman of Indian descent, okay? Song number one, Speaking in Tongues and me and my brother were like <laughs> six and eight like like trying to like run in the room and move to the next song like this is some crazy stuff like what is this and <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, this was more a story about my dad, but you know. It's just a it's just generational difference, taste in music. So I'm curious to see what my, what my children are into uh, for that reason. So thank you. Thanks so much for listening to The Shed. We'll be returning to the original Shed location on May 9th. If you have a story and you want to share it, bring it. See you soon.